Hi, and welcome back to the Synity Hub podcast. I'm Ellie Sordi, Community Manager at the Synity Hub, and today I'm joined with John Simpson, one of Synity's pre-sales consultants. This month, we're discussing the MRO process, maintenance, repair and operation, and data's role in improving efficiency and reducing costs. Last week, we caught up with John to discuss what MRO stands for, who looks after the MRO process, and what's data's role within MRO. Today, we are looking further into the solutions to help make your MRO process more efficient. Hi, John. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm fine, Ellie. Thanks for having me. So let's dive straight in. So to start off, I just want to get an overview of what Synity's solution is uh, for those looking to improve their MRO process. So Synity's solution to MRO is to improve the quality of the MRO data such that it supports the first time execution of the MRO activities. Um, and prior to the MRO activities of actually replacing or installing spare parts on machinery, uh, it's also about identifying the right spare parts, procuring it accurately if required, identifying where it's stored uh, in, in the storage locations in your plants, um, a number of kind of precursors to actually installation and commissioning that spare part. Brilliant. So looking at the solution, can you define what Synity's find and fix method is? I can, sure. So Synity's approach to define, find and fix is, is as follows. So we have in our solution a set of definitions, let's call them categories or classes. Uh, and for spare parts, as an example, we have, I think it's something like 1500 uh, categories uh, that relate to spare parts. So those definitions are in the system, they can be tweaked, they can be configured uh, differently as appropriate, but those categories not just are definitions of you know, different kinds of spare parts, but they're also the associated attributes. So you know, things like dimensions, brands, but well beyond the common ones to actually very specific categories or uh, for example, um, a bearing. So let's describe what a bearing is first. A bearing is a, an element in the machine that, that constrains motion to a very specific and desired motion, but also reduces the friction in that moving part. So if we take something like the UNSPSC to categorization structure for spare parts, there are 24 different categories for bearings. Some examples, split bearings, self-aligning bearings, cartridge bearings, insert bearings, dual bearings, and so on. Each of these will have a common set of attributes with each other, but some of them will have specialty attributes relating to their specific nature that have to be also defined in terms of data. So there's a common set, a core set, and some, some specifics for each of those categories, each of those 24 categories. So the, the definition part is as described, the find it, where we have a method for um, identifying, pulling the data from systems, and then uh, turning it into a common language. Uh, it's such that we can start to compare apples with apples. Uh, moving forward, then we, we are able to auto-categorize those, those spare parts or components against our list of categories, and then parse that, spit out that information from a number of sources um, both master and transactional data into the appropriate buckets to allow us to then see if we can describe it cleanly 
in a standard way. And, and that could well involve um, uh, work flowing in requests to specific users to improve that data, to correct it, to enrich it in order that it can be further standardized and matched. Uh, and that's the key element here, which is ultimately we want to identify and deduplicate. Uh, we want to match records together that have similar uh, similarities um, or precisely the same thing. So that's the find. And then the fixed method is uh, quite simply put uh, to either allow manual decisions to be made or automated decisions based on transactions, stock levels, historical transactions, such that if you have, let's say, three duplicates, uh, three records that are the same, then the system will allow the, uh, the user to define which is the winner and therefore the two that are losers. Or equally, the system can define that automatically itself uh, to make it a, a strategy for each duplicate set of, of records such that the uh, system can then execute or um, send out the appropriate uh, orders for stock to be moved to the winner, tra open transactions or planned movements to be moved to the winner, and the decommissioning of uh, the old records uh, decommissioning such they can no longer be used. So that is the define, fix, define, uh, find and fix method that we have in our platform. Brilliant. And, and what are the outcomes of using Synity's software for MRO? Do you have any statistics or um, examples that you could, you could add? Sure, sure. So typically uh, we are finding across projects that the duplication of stock and the unnecessary procurements year on year, it's running to about 10 to 20%. So with our solution, if you imagine a company is stocking spare parts and the inventory value of that is around 15 million euros, let's say across say 15, 20 sites, uh, that's probably likely, maybe even more. If we're able to reduce that uh, stock and that inventory value by between 10 and 20%, then that's running into the low millions, but equally, we're also able to reduce the unnecessary spend year on year. And over a number of years, that can equate a significant number of millions of euros. So the, the, there are twofold benefits here. And obviously working capital is affected, improved by this methodology, money in the bank or made available for other assignments by the business, because we're not wasting that money. We're not locking it up into stuff that's standing on the shelf, uh, rusting, or approaching its expiry date. We're consuming it and then we're consuming it and we're stocking it at the appropriate level to support uh, just-in-time replenishment and just-in-time uh, installation commissioning of those spare parts. My next question was gonna be how, how does going through and refining your MRO process impact the, the wider business? But, but you've kind of answered that. I suppose what I'm wondering is, um, when you go through the MRO process with Synity and you're looking at your data outside of MRO, how how can other departments look at what the activity that's been done and, and replicate that across their own areas? Good question. So spare parts typically falls as a material type within a, a system. So it's a type of material. Of course, if it's a company that's making stuff, buying stuff, making semi-finished products or products in different steps, that all of that is possible with this platform to include those kinds of materials also in this exact methodology. 
classifying, um, to find the missing data, to enrich it, to match it, to look for duplicates based on certain criteria, and then workflow those decisions in the platform to users who can then make the ultimate decision as to winners and losers and how to move stock and outstanding movements in that system to the winners. So it is expandable well beyond spare parts to um, raw materials, to semi-finished products, uh, to finished products and so on. Brilliant, that's great, John. Thanks again for joining us for our Synity Hub podcast. Next week, we'll be discussing what happens after you've gone through the MRO process and looking at MDM master data management. Thanks again, John, for joining. Look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for inviting me, Ellie. I'm very appreciative. I'll speak to you again.